Monday motivation. Start your week off flying high. Monday motivation. It's your time to rise and shine. Hey guys, happy Monday motivation. Today you're going to listen Carrie Rooney, and she wrote the book Sing and Swim, and we had a really wonderful interview, so enjoy, guys. Hope you guys have an amazing day. So, Kara, I was so excited. I was literally uh, reading your book before I went to bed, and I was out of my, I couldn't really relax. I wanted to see what happened next. So, I was so excited. Thank you for just absolutely sharing your story. And uh, I just wanted to say, welcome to Money Motivation. Thank you so very much for sharing this. Your book is amazing. I'm thankful to be here. I love what you're doing. It's amazing to see people doing encouraging things for, for others. So, Karen, tell me one thing. So, when you decide to tell your, share this story, who you were thinking about to write this book for? Initially, I was thinking I wanted to write the story for people who wanted to know about the event. So it was pretty broad. You know, people had seen the story on the news. They saw it in the, you know, internet. But I wanted to share the firsthand experience of a passenger, not Sully, but someone who had, you know, experienced that. Now that it's out, I feel like God's given me a different vision and a different heart for moms because moms and I will be the first to say it feel the sink and they feel the swim they feel it all especially when you've experienced loss or trauma or disappointing moments trauma as a mom you you are going to parent differently and I am very in tune with how I feel and the anxiety that wells up inside of me and I just am thankful that I've learned tools. And I think this book, I'm hoping, is just an opportunity to connect a little bit more with moms. Because not every mom, probably none, have been in a plane crash. But we can all identify with the feeling of anxiety, depression, out-of-control feelings, out-of-control thoughts. And so I, especially since the book came out, have felt a deeper connection to moms. Wow, Karen, that is so powerful. So um, one of the things that calls my attention is the story. You know, at the beginning of the book, you start sharing about a prayer that you did. Go ahead. Tell us a little bit about what was that about it. So, yeah, the prayer came after we had hit the birds. And I knew that something was wrong, but we had no idea what that was. We didn't know that it was downing our plane and I just began to pray and the only thing now on this side of the crash I could say is that it was God giving me those words and what I prayed was Lord lay our plane down gently give our captain everything he needs to lay us down put your angels above and below us lay us down and I kept repeating lay us down and I wouldn't have prayed that prayer if I knew that we were crashing in the water the prayer would have been, don't let me die. Save my life. <laughs> right, right. And I was scared in that moment. I was nervous I in that moment. But I, yeah. didn't know, I didn't know how severe, you know, the strike to the engines had been and that it was putting us in the river. 
When you hear, um, ladies and gentlemen, this is your captain, brace for, for impact, then what? I just thought we were going back to the airport. I oh. had been, you know, on many, many planes, but they never tell you that brace for impact means crash. And so my thinking, and I truly believe God's protection, was that I believed we were just going to have a bumpy, quick landing. It might be a little jostled, but I had no idea that that phrase really means we are crashing or we are not yeah. back at the airport. And that's right. when that prayer came. In that moment, I had nowhere to turn. I didn't, Chris was sitting next to me and I loved him and I, he was my everything. But he couldn't do anything. It was only God. He was the only right. thing I could hold on to in that moment. Oh, my goodness, Karen. So when you think about after all this is done, you're still battling with fear. So how can you help our listeners this Monday that struggle with fear? How did you get through it? Mm, yeah. I think the first thing is I felt ashamed that I was feeling that way. I felt really disappointed in myself that because I was a Christian and I loved God and I believed in his word that somehow I should snap out of it. And I think that's a big lie. And people need to know on Monday when life is hard and they have to get back to the grind of daily living. It's okay to sit with the feelings that feel uncomfortable and you shouldn't shame yourself for feeling that way. And I think if there's a point of accepting that you aren't doing well, accepting that you are in a really difficult place or that you've experienced really difficult moments, I think that's mm -hmm. important to do. And then I think it's important to kind of think about what would help you, what would be an encouragement for you. For me, exercise mm -hmm. was big. I took a lot of naps. And so self-care was important during that time. So you're saying that the big things is really, um, you know, caring for yourself, take care of yourself, your brain, your soul, that all helps you engage peace, right? For me, I think I had this idea as well that I should be growing like crazy in my relationship with God. And there were days where all I could do was put worship music on and just let that kind of wash over me. And that was enough. And I don't think God was disappointed that that was all that I could do. Um, and so for people, especially of faith, being gentle with yourself and what you expect and what you think God expects of you. So in this case, if somebody that doesn't have the faith that you have, right, and they have not experienced yet God, so how can you help them understand how to face that? I mean, I think, again, it goes back to, you know, what is something that it brings you hope, brings you peace? I have a really dear friend, and she is not a Christian. She has no faith. She... Um, is atheist. And for her, what's important for her is that she sees the good in others. She sees that when life gets down, others surround her. And she walked a really long road of infertility and she's never been able to get pregnant. And oh. he just said what helped her was seeing the community that came around her and the goodness of other people. And so I think we all have something to offer. We all have hope, joy, a cup of coffee, and, you know, it's not pushing God down anybody's throat because we can't do that. That's right. not our job. And so 
um, just right. to really care for people's heart and not have an agenda. So to the other side of this whole story, I know you appear to some like TV shows. Can you share a little bit about how was it for you, like going to the Katie show and uh, actually your relationship with the captain? Can you share a little bit about that? You know, I love that kind of stuff. That's totally my personality. I like the limelight. I mean, I love 15 Minutes of Fame, which it's been right. super fun. So that was Katie Couric. And Yay. we went on there when Elena, my oldest, who is five now, she was nine months. And that was at the five-year reunion. And they were highlighting people of how their life mm -hmm. had changed since that day. And the picture below that is the uh -huh. picture that we got married. Because we got married two weeks before the one-year anniversary. And so oh, our lives, goodness. because of the crash, did change. We, you know, we got married. And so I loved all of those things. It's so fun to go on there and just share all the beauty that's come from that moment and those years right. of really struggling. Fun times. Can you tell us how was the captain? Okay. And, you know, if people have seen the movie Sully, first of all, Tom Hanks did an amazing job. Rose, Tom Hanks and Sully. Um, <laughs> he, Sully, is very kind and gentle. And I, you know, do not think that he did anything that day that was out of the ordinary for who he was. And he is truly a gem and our family just appreciates him and cares so much for him and his family. And we keep in touch through Christmas cards and, you know, a little tidbit here and there, but, um, you know, we just have the utmost admiration for him. I just really encourage people to go get the book and read it. You can get so many more insights. So usually I always ask everyone that comes to this podcast, do you have a quote? And can you tell us why? So I think I shared it with you already, but it's um, from Psalms. And it says, on the day you call to him, he will answer you. He will make you brave and strong. And... For me, I think I have to remember that God wants to make me brave and strong. He wants to give me the hope that I need. He wants to encourage me even in the darkness or the difficult times. And he's, he's there. He wants that for me and for um, my life. And I need to remember that my part of that is just acknowledging that he wants to give that to me and like accepting that and opening myself to receive those things. How wonderful. He will make you brave and strong. I'll treasure that, Karen. So what is the encouragement that you want to share with our listeners about this Monday? Oh, I don't know. There's so much. I feel like I'm just on this crazy journey, especially as a mom. And my husband's commuting now, and he's gone like 12 to 13 hours a day. Sometimes to say, oh, this season's going to end. Oh, this won't last forever. And something that I felt really strongly about during the time of the crash and right after and during really the darkest times was to, you could say bless the season or embrace the season that you're in. And it may never end. You may always have to struggle with that moment or that thing. Mm -hmm. And how do you in your own way, accept it and then find a way to keep living and keep going and, um, and, and it may be over in a week, it may be over in years, but for me, I had to just be okay with where I was at, not shaming myself, not being 
hard on myself. And then what were the things that were going to help me get through that time? Because I became so self-focused and so focused on this situation that was so negative that I had to find ways to out to let it out and to bring life and joy into my, into my day. And so if you can bless where you are, and then each person has to say, what, what would make me feel joyful today? What would make me feel hopeful? Um, mm. And for me, for a long time, that was just taking a nap. And that had to be okay. I had to be all right with that. Net power. <laughs> I appreciate the word that you share. And I remember you sharing with me about endurance. Can you just share a little bit about that? The, the book I've been reading in the mornings is by Paul David Tripp, and it's called New Morning Mercies. And on January 12th, I was doing the devotion, and it was the day that my husband was leaving for a trip. We had some plumbing problems. That next day, my daughter was going in for some dental work that was a little extensive. My son was going to be on a sleep study that week. And I truly felt just, I was sinking. I was going down. Emotionally, I felt taxed in every way. And I woke up and I read it. And um, one of the names that Paul gave to God was that he is the God of endurance. And, you know, I just had to realize that I will not endure. I cannot muster enough strength. I cannot pull myself up and get through the day. And God knows that. He's, he's not expecting me to do that. And so if I can just rely on his unchanging, unchanging heart, his unchanging power, and really believing again that I can receive that and that he wants to give me those things. And so, yeah, Paul calls the, the Lord the God of endurance. And it's not about our willingness or our ability, but it's about God's unshakable, enduring commitment to never turn from his work of grace. Karen, you're so beautiful. You are such a light. Where can people buy this book? The book can be found at the book or sinkorswim.com or Amazon, any book distributor has it as well. If you get it from the book sinkorswim.com, I will sign your copy and mail it to you. Karen, thank you so much for being in this podcast in the midst of all the business of life and kids. You stop and this money and took the time to just encourage someone. Thank you so very much and have an amazing Monday. Thank you. I appreciate it, Rebecca. All right, guys, so that was an interview with Karen uh, and I just life after crashing and landing in the Hudson. Um, hope you guys enjoy and I hope that you guys know how blessed you are and how precious life is that every day is a gift. And uh, today we're going to just leave the best. We're going to go do it. We're going to go get it. We're going to do the things that we dream about it. And Karen's a good example of uh, just turning uh, experience into something encouraging, uplifting, um, to just really encourage others. So I hope that whatever you are facing, whatever is your fears, that just take the time to just think about how blessed you are, that you can conquer this day, you can conquer this week, and uh, take a nap if you need it today. You guys have a wonderful Monday. Go get it. Bye, guys. Se divertir, tocar na cicatriz e sentir